Test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Brewski. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. Welcome back to the program. If you've been listening, if you're a first timer, we are the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. All of Brewski. You yeah, found the hell you your been? next favorite podcast. Thank you for finding us. That's right. People in Africa found us. So what's your delay? I mean, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Joining the party already. TheVocalMinority.net on the World Wide Web. That's where you can communicate with the program and see some of our socials there. Uh, this episode, this is my promise and Nick Reynolds' guarantee, it'll be uh, crazier than a vintage episode of Piper's Pit. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's a high bar to set, so I'll go along with it. Oh, half a banana. Is that a uh, WWF reference? It is, yeah. Yes, you remember is. Rowdy Roddy Piper, and he did I a do. little segment called Piper's Pit that was always oh, yeah. crazy. And, yeah. Well, all right. Bring it on, then. Do you like, no. Brewski, that I called it the WWF? Because I'm old school. Like that. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, if they, if they hadn't gotten all full of themselves and try and sue the World Wildlife Foundation over the trademark, then they probably would have still been and called themselves WWF. That's right. yes. Sometimes you go to court and you lose. So take it yeah, Exactly. It happens well, on yeah. occasion, doesn't it? It's so a- you know how the World Wildlife Foundation has that logo that has uh, a couple of um, uh, panda bears on it? Yes. Do. yes. Okay. So there, there's this t-shirt that's been sold that says wwf with their script and it has one panda holding up a folding chair about to slam down on another panda (laughs) that's funny yeah Yeah, i hated that when they uh had to stop using wwf i dude i am miserable at changing names like i still call i think it's called macy's now i always refer to them as the bond i mean all the old names i always say like not the bond that's the bond marche did the bond marche yeah, yeah, the, but, yeah, that's the Bond. Well, I mean, we used to call him the Bond. It's, it's the Bond Marche is Macy's. Huh? Is it? I'm not an expert on the topic. I thought Macy's and Bond Marche were two different things. No. Well, Federated Department Stores owns uh, Macy's, and they're the ones that bought the Bond Marche. I love like, that he knows that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is no more Bond Marche, but I do it all the time. I'm like, hey, Ray, should we go over to the Bond to do that? And she's like, uh, yeah, we'll have to get hold of Doc Brown uh, and get in a time machine because they don't exist anymore. I still call Kentucky Fried Chicken, even though that's not their name anymore. What is it, KFC? It's just KFC. KFC. They stopped the Kentucky Fried Chicken thing years ago and didn't tell you, but it's a thing. Well, it's it's not it's not as hip as saying KFC. You know, you got to have that that slang that that quick boom boom boom. Well, they didn't want the word fried in there. Apparently, uh, KFC customers are very health savvy, so (laughs) (laughs) they want fried in there. I just found out, dude. If you order a bucket of chicken at KFC and eat it in the restaurant, if you eat the bucket. In less than an hour, you can get a refill on the bucket. What? No. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Go try it. I mean, I haven't been to KFC in years, but that's true. Interesting. All right. We're we'll the broadcast to bring you a special program. Here is program. a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring all the humanity and all the state which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. 
I may have had bronchitis this past week. I don't know. My voice <laughs> is mainly back to normal now, but not entirely. So. You think you'll be able to uh, hold the full two hours of the podcast today? We will see how it goes. I still got a little crackle going on in here, but uh, I'll be fine. So. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. All right. So, yeah, need to know news. Uh, I think we're starting off with the most important news story of the year. You can probably just stop listening to all news sources after I read the story to you. Because this is all you need to know. Uh, Nick, how many times have I texted you and said something like, you know, that person should go duck themselves, or what is ducking going on today? What the duck is all of this about? Uh, many, many times, as well as other people. I mean, it's a whole iPhone thing. Brewski might not get it, but uh, iPhone always takes the F out of ducking and replaces it with a D. So you always say that to people when you're trying to just be angry on your text. Exactly. Go F yourself. What the effing thing? And it changes everything to duck yourself and ducking. (laughs) So hallelujah. Apple has heard the pleas. If you're an iPhone user, your sexts and angry texts are about to get a major upgrade. Apple is making it possible now for users to actually type the full F word in text without it auto-correcting you. Yes, amen. Right? I mean, I know AI is spiraling out of control. They're working on that. But this was the more pressing issue. I'm just telling people to go duck themselves. It is. It's just annoying, dude. And why did it take so long? We're all adults here. Right. And it's funny. At the uh, the recent Apple big, you know, uh, reveal thing where they showed the new headset that's $3,000. I don't know who's buying that thing. but uh, Yeah. Uh, Apple software chief Craig uh, Federighi, I guess, uh, he said in his speech, he says, these are the actual words, I'm not changing anything. He said, in those moments where you just want to type a ducking word, well, the keyboard will learn it too. Well, good. Finally, it's about time, dude. I mean, that's been annoying for a long time. Apple's had a lot of these weird things that have been issues when you're typing things that it always changes certain things to and for a long time i cannot remember what everybody was saying but everyone was saying the same thing uh, and it was changing the verbiage in, in the wrong way and you can't fix it you can't change it there's no setting i hate it i said well, well see on my phone which is not an iphone i will uh, for those who aren't who haven't been paying attention and shame on you for not doing so right, your green text what is that about please? yeah exactly no. <laughs> well once you actually type the word in and it keeps auto-correcting if you click on it it'll save it yeah so that, that makes going, sense right you know um I, I don't know why apple didn't do this sooner you know i mean were, were they Great trying question. to keep things polite i i don't know i don't know either and by the way this is going to be part of the new ios 17 which is not quite available yet but it's rolling out soon so it took up 17 operating systems to figure out that people want to type the f word and not to duck all the time way more than 17 dude because there are 16.345 16.7 i mean there's yeah. so many this took so long they put it they did a press release over this well, they made it part of the big conference they just did last week where they announced all the big changes and they made right. this one of the big announcements. Yeah. So we have a $3,000 virtual reality headset and now you can type the F word. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. They're, they're, so, they're trying to uh, keep the level of discourse at a respectable level. I guess. I can't tell you how often I, you know, <laughs> I, hate, I hate having to spell or proofread my own text. So I always yeah. fire it off. And then I, of course, read it. And then how many times, Nick, have I texted you like, damn Siri and autocorrect? Like, that's not what I said. Yeah. Well, Just luckily, the other night the I said ducking uh, thing. I mean, people people know what you're trying to say because it's a problem for everybody. You would think, but yeah, I always feel the need to correct. Uh, the know, other but- I, I texted Nick saying something like, I, I had a fun night with Dottie, 
and it <laughs> it translated it to daddy. So it said I had a fun night with daddy. <laughs> I type back. I'm like, wow, dude. I can't wait to hear more about your fun night with daddy. Mm. <laughs> Who's your daddy? But yeah, not to. Not the context we were going for. So yeah. thank you, Apple, for at least fixing that problem that commonly happens to us folk. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. And the people of New York experiencing uh, bronchitis and other breathing issues right now while smoke uh, from the north uh, rolls down into New York City. Uh, I love well, I shouldn't say that. I feel bad for you. But at the same time, I love that you're bitching and moaning about it because uh, on the West Coast, we've been dealing with it for a long time. Yeah, we call it summer around here. Well, the thing we have to understand about it being in New York City is that it's so congested with the buildings sure. and that sort of thing that it just kind of hangs in between, at least in Seattle and in other cities. It's, it, there's more, it's kind of more spread out. So it doesn't get as concentrated. Sure. I suppose so, so. I understand what you're saying. It's a concrete jungle. Everything is, you know, pressed in. But uh, there were months where we wore masks uh, because you had to. You were getting sick from being even in your house. You could smell it. It was awful. Right. Well, and they were saying the AQI, the air quality index in New York City, was like 180 or something. They were just uh, lamenting of how terrible it is. And I get it. It is it is terrible. But yeah. we spent most of, I think, two summers ago here in Lake Tahoe with an air quality index of 450. I mean, AKA we literally... AKA death. Immediate yeah, I mean, death. <laughs> uh, like New Delhi, India had better air quality than we did. Like the worst populated, most polluted cities. We were we were number one on planet Earth. They equated it to uh, the smoke in New York City right now for... If you breathe it in for a 24-hour period, it is equated to you smoking six cigarettes, which I was like, that's no big deal. And if you look <laughs> yeah, at it that way... Because that two hours. You know? Yeah, all right. right. Go on, dude. At the rental house. So. <laughs> all right. Well, need to no news news you need to know brewski what do you know about the iron sheik oh well first of all let's let's start off with uh olympic champion the iron sheik oh he is a champion champion he he wrestled in the olympics for iran and he was there was another wrestler that was actually thought to be even greater than him and then what happened was the Shah of Iran actually uh took offense to something that that guy said and and killed him. And so then the Iron Sheik was like, well, wait a second. If they can kill that guy who was a national hero and, and was getting everything given to him, yeah. I think I'm I think I'm bugging out as quick as I possibly can. And that's when he left and came to the United States. Yes. And 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 that's when he uh, was uh, first trained to be a professional wrestler. And did you know any of this stuff, Stephen? No. I know who the Iron Sheik is by reputation, but no, didn't know any of that stuff. The, the the documentary about his life is actually really fascinating, and and it's interesting because you never see the Sheik showing any kind of emotion, no. uh, you know, except other than for, anger or exactly. Was he yeah, a he villain? Was, he, he was a heel. He was a heel. So in in Rex in wrestling lexicon, you you've got heels and baby faces. So he was he was a heel. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan was a baby face. That doesn't yeah. sound right. Well, he so so Hogan was a baby face forever, and then and then 
uh, went to the heel side, dude. Yeah, he 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 did a heel turn. It's called a heel turn. Uh, <laughs> and, Remember when uh, he started wearing his black uniform, dude? He went bad. And he come down. And he come down. He come down to uh, Voodoo Child by uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And he became not Hulk Hogan anymore. He was Hollywood Hogan. Oh, that's and, right. And, and when right. and when WCW did that, uh, it was it was a really really big move. But back to the Iron Sheik. Uh, so his his daughter was murdered. Oh. By her uh, by her boyfriend recently wow. is that what we're talking about now? No, this no. was year. This was oh, this okay. was uh, some years ago, and in the documentary, and never once did I ever see him show any kind of other emotion other than him kind of being himself. Yeah, but that but obviously with his daughter, and when his daughter was murdered, you know, he cried, and and the documentary is fascinating i mean you really get to learn a lot of things about him okay. yeah he is human but like brusky is saying i mean uh he was a heel notably uh one of the most memorable heels in wrestling history to be exact and he uh he, he got mad a lot and i've known this about sheik for a while oh by the way iron sheik is dead he died oh, yeah. yeah i was wondering where this going okay 81 yeah. 81 mm -hmm. years young, Iron Sheik uh, passed away, which, you know, uh, to the wrestling community, I mean, this is a huge deal, dude. Uh, Iron Sheik, dude. How do you die? You take a chair to the head or what? He's just an old, tired man. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure it's real, though? Maybe it's fake. You know? No. no dude, it's, wrestling it's, is not fake. It's, it's for real. It was for real. He, he yeah, we'll see. Died. Wait till uh, Saturday Night Raw. You may see an appearance. That's all I'm saying. It's Monday, be, night. Monday, be, Monday night. Monday night raw. Yeah, yeah, come on, Steve. Get it together. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if uh Bruce how you guys take this segment in a different way. Because I don't know if I am doing a disservice to the Sheik uh by playing some of his audio because uh I don't know that you knew what kind of guy Sheik was if you don't if you just watched him wrestle a few times, but like Outside of the wrestling world, do you know uh, how he was, Steve? I picture him well-spoken with a British accent. Am I right? Well, let's listen to a little bit of him talking. No. Rambler, you are another faggot son of a bitch. Wow. No good low life. I want to let you know you are punk. You are fag. You are punk, little gay. <laughs> Worse than Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. His partner, Jim Blanzeri from Minnesota, great athlete, great high jumper, but that little punk, Bram Blair, another little fuck, worse than Michael Jackson. And I didn't like him, I didn't like his attitude. He was a punk. I can break his fucking back, break his back, make him humble, and then fuck his ass. I didn't do it in the Pontiac, Michigan. A lot of homophobia because going on. Fuck my sport. Yeah, well, you know, to different generation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Where is that uh, audio from? Yeah. Uh, this is how he talked, dude. I mean, he was, uh, if he knew anything about him, he, he, I mean, even in more recent years, this is an older tape, but in more recent years, he's, he says the same thing. He's definitely a homophobe. Wow. Well, yeah, but you, you, you have to, no, well, first of all, People expected that from him and wanted that from him. When he would be on Stern or other other shows, this right. is what you wanted. You didn't you didn't want to hear Hossery, that's his real first name. You didn't want to hear Hossery just like talking like normal. I mean his accent oh, You could smack way, talk without the uh, homophobia. Oh jeez. But again, Steve, he came from a different generation, you know? <laughs> well, not That's only a different generation, but I mean, he came from a different country where that is also, sort sure. of, you know, sure. you could die from it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so, not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's just 
kind of what he knows. He was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do wonder, after I saw that he passed away at 81 years young, uh, did he uh, ever come to the realization that, wow, you know, I, I shouldn't have been like that? I shouldn't have been a homophobe. Say no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he figured it out, I'm sure. But yeah. And that's so, a weird British accent. I've never heard one like that. That's weird. That's just what I was picturing. So. A British no, Persian. <laughs> Persian. Gubna, come in. Let me hit you with a chair. I assume that's what he really talked like. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so, dude. Need to know news. News you need to know. Now, hold well, on a quick second. Are we going to circle back to the smoke story and about conservatives denying it and anything? Are we going to poke at that or no? Uh, we sure can. Uh, why don't we poke well, at it after this? the bigger story, if you ask me. I, I, I was going to say, Steve, you know, <laughs> does, maybe maybe if people like swept the forest floor, maybe there wouldn't be a problem, <laughs> yeah. us, you know? Things wouldn't be yeah. burning if you just went through and like swept and swept the forest floor and uh, kept things neat and tidy, you know? I vacuum the forest around here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'm wearing a Smoky Bear t-shirt today. So uh, I believe Smokey said only you can prevent forest fires if you sweep vacuum and Swiffer your neighborhood forest. Don't yeah, exactly. so famously Smoky Bear with Trump, dude. Please. Right. Um, no, I mean, we don't need to do the whole thing about it. I just found it hilarious that on Fox News last week, they had all these experts on saying that yeah. eh, you can breathe this stuff in. It's just yes. particulate matter. I mean, EPA didn't even regulate that stuff until like 50 <laughs> years ago. I mean, right. what's the big deal? I so mean, funny to see. I saw a lot of people. Uh, I I don't watch Fox News, but like I've mentioned on the show before, I'll check it into it once in a while because I don't want to be accused of watching only one thing. Yeah. But all kinds of <laughs> clips coming up with these hosts and their uh, experts saying, uh, what's the deal, liberals? You kept those masks like they just went into the drawer and pulled them out. They were still there. <laughs> I was like, yes, dude. It is the comical height of conservative denialism. Oh. You know, we talked in the last podcast about the the movie Don't Look Up. Like, this is the yeah. don't breathe version of that. Of like, it's not a problem unless you're breathing. <laughs> so <laughs> what's the big deal? I mean, wow. The level of denialism, because if you admit that it's a problem, you then have to go to the source and start solving problems, and that's nothing conservatives are interested in. <laughs> so yeah, no, they want they want to they want to tell you that that sweeping up in the forest will will eliminate forest fires. Blame it on California. That's the uh, the default answer. So. And this is Canadian smoke. At least it was polite smoke, but still smoke. Dude, all the uh, conservatives, uh, needless to say, were actually on fire this week with their, (laughs) you know, rhetoric and uh, their hatred and everything. Some funny things happened this week. I I mean, we could do a whole need to know news the whole hour easily on what happened this week in politics. Yeah. It could be another name for the show. Just things conservatives denied this week. Let's run down the (laughs) list. Yeah, let's just do a quick top 10 list of the week right so all right i just had to point that out continue along with need to know news need to know news news you need to know before i move to my story i just want to say by the way did did we see that the smoky bear actually has uh, one of the greatest voiceover people doing his voice now Ooh, no i did not and by the The way real quick i appreciate you saying his name correctly oh smoky bear yeah of course it's not smoky the bear as most people call it it's smoky bear 
Steve's children exactly. all, it came very close to actual murder one year when I called it Smokey <laughs> the Bear. I, I felt like I should immediately go to the airport and go home. Yeah, it's a big deal around here. It's a big well, thing no, his, to talk about. So. He's a bear and his name is Smokey. That's what well, it is. It, it got off track in the 50s. There was apparently some uh, <laughs> pop song someone wrote about Smokey Bear, but to fit the rhyme scheme of the song, he called him Smokey the Bear. Oh, and then yeah. the nickname took off from there. But the Forest Service, who we work with here locally, is like, his name is Smokey Bear. There's no duh in there, so call it right. And Steve, they take Smokey what? very seriously, by the way. They we did. had a Halloween event up here, and we invited Smokey Bear to come. And they were like, he is not a costume. He is not a novelty. He is a serious. He will not be there to entertain children. I'm like, I thought that's what he did. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's oh, got all writable, dude. They got all pissy about it. He, they ended up coming one year, then they refused after it because they felt like Smokey was a prop. And oh, he had his own it. private dressing room that no one was allowed to go into because no one can see who's under the mask. Oh, do, do you have any guesses? I mean, is it some local Joe Schmo? Or I assume it's, it's three midgets standing on top of their shoulders. I mean, I don't <laughs> we don't call people midgets anymore. Dude. Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. Please. Three very short people. So, yeah. okay. So, but, but, and by the way, his, the, the, the new voice for, of Smokey Bear is uh, Sam Elliott. Sam oh, Elliott. That's oh, a okay. nice choice, dude. I like Sam Elliott. Yeah, exactly. Well, good. So, I'm glad he's got well, a recurring gig going on. Well, so now, guys, we all know from past shows that when Steve first became a parent with his oldest, it was kind of unexpected. Yes. Yes. And it was a uh, four week pregnancy for those who missed the story. <laughs> Found out we were pregnant in eight months. Oops. Oops. Uh, yeah. So um, and I mentioned that because ordinarily when there's a pregnancy announcement, it's a happy, joyous occasion. And not sure. that it wasn't happy for you guys, but you're also like. What the hell do we do now? You, it was happy know? and traumatic all at the same time. Yes. I remember well, Steve calling the- me from like, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. He sounded, this is what I pictured when he called me, like he was laying in the corner of his room, like in the fetal <laughs> position, like, oh man, I got to tell you something. And his voice was shaking. Well, I almost fainted when we went to the ultrasound because, you know, my ex told me, hey, we're pregnant. And I'm, I'm the doc thinks I'm a couple of months in. I'm like, oh boy. So we went to an ultrasound the next day and the text like, how far along did you think you were? We're like two, three, four months, maybe. She's like, you're about eight months pregnant. <laughs> and I, I got very woozy and dizzy. <laughs> yeah, that is quick. So, well, you, you, you did not have the same, uh, means that, uh, one Zion Williamson who plays for the NBA's, uh, New Orleans Pelicans, hmm. uh, and his $157 million contract. Okay. Now, why do I meant, why do I mention the money that Mr. Williams has made. And why do I mention this, this uh, pregnancy announcement? He's the first pregnant man in history. No. Uh, (laughs) So the other day, actually just this past weekend, he and his girlfriend, Akima had uh, announced that they are soon to be parents of a baby girl. And they did the gender reveal party. Mm. Nice. Well, in case you don't know what the lifestyle of an NBA basketball player is, every single city that they go into there are literal tens hanging out in the team hotel, ready to go upstairs mm. and go going to pound town. Groupies, right? Mm. Basically. Yes, basically. Gotcha. Vladi so, Divac. Vladi Divac. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's drop Sacra- doesn't come in handy very often, so thank you. <laughs> right. he, he's yeah. in Sacramento now, so I'm not sure the level of uh road beef that that, that hangs out in Sacramento. <laughs> road beef. California girls. Come on. That's, what are we- no, that's 
We got what, what we got, it. Steve. We got road beef. We've got uh, what were the other genius ones he came hardwood up with? hose. What do they call them? I don't know. Peen pick. Oh uh, no, yeah, going know, to Pound Town. Going to Pound Town. We've sweet got meat. some. Yeah, what so, was it? Sweet, sweet meat? meat. Yes. Oh, the sweet meat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, carry forward. So anyway, uh, so then, so they put it out on social media, as most people do, that they're having this wonderful event about to happen to them. And then the tweets started to fly and not in the very popular, not in the very uh, positive way. Cheating wasn't supportive. Cheating way. Oh, no. There's a woman by the name of Mariah Mills, who is an OnlyFans uh and porn model um and uh she started saying saying all sorts of stuff like wait a minute you're gonna do me like this but just last week we were together zion and she let loose like you wouldn't believe with pictures or just accusation Oh no, she, she well she's bringing all the receipts. Oh. She she she's got not not only does she have text messages from him that she was putting online, including him wanting her to get a white girl to, to join them in a threesome, and then once she did, which wasn't hard for her to do in you her need line NBA of work, money for that. So yeah, and in her line of work, uh, no. The reason why I said the money was, you know, uh, if Akima decided to get all angry and say she's gonna walk out the door with the baby it's right. not like zion's gonna be hurting for child support or anything mm. like that you know Fair. yeah he's fine I so mean, mariah, mariah mills has been um letting everyone know just what zion williamson, williamson likes to do in the bedroom including spitting in her mouth while they're having sex yeah. let me tell um, you uh <laughs> this is that's a new thing by the way i have learned over the last three months on some of the shows that i've watched most of which are reality you know so i'm getting real facts from people of course, yes. but uh when they're talking about sex they are constantly bringing up oh i love to have my mouth spit in or i love to spit in someone's mouth it you know turns me on so much I, honestly dude i mean i think you, it's a new thing you can blame yeah, only fans and Pornhub for that stuff that is part of this new era of just disrespectful porn that's out there yeah well and the, and the thing about it too is the, the choking too that that's yes. another thing the, the the choking thing yeah, yeah that's become so, a little more normal yeah 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 so all she, of a sudden backdoor play is just commonplace like that's not crazy ouch. at all <laughs> you know <laughs> compared to everything else that's out there now well and well and then there's also atm too yeah well we first heard that term back in the original vocal minority someone called up about atm porn and i was like is that someone having sex in front of a money dispensing machine they talked about it in 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 uh clerks too remember randall was talking about how young girls those that day in that day and day and age was uh, they're up for anything they even go atm right yeah i guess and, and in case, just google and it. Case, i don't know if we can explain yeah, exactly. that, well, it basically means going from the from the back door straight to yeah, to, butt uh, to mouth, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you know, so brushing the teeth, if you will. Right. I don't know if it means brushing the teeth. What would you brush your teeth with, dude? <laughs> well, you got a dirty toothbrush, man. You got a hemorrhoid back there. It's like pulling well, up. It's like 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 pulling up Picasso, like like uh, Screech did in the in the video Saved by the Smell. Exactly uh, like that. Yes, a dirty right. Sanchez. So he's into ATM. What else is he into? Have we learned? <laughs> Uh, you know, a lot of the, the usual type stuff, but the problem, the problem is, is that this Mariah Mills thought that she was the only woman and that, and then also the, porn star or the wife, I'm losing track. Who's Mariah, the wife, the porn. Okay. The porn star <laughs> thought she was the only woman in this guy. NBA players. <laughs> yeah. And she said to him, she said, you know, by the way, 
I'm late too because I guess you know Zion doesn't like doesn't like to cover up when he's having sex with Miss Mariah Mills. Uh, and also, spent some of that money getting snipped. Yeah, I, th- this goes back to what I said before. Bank a bunch of a bank a bunch of the of the 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 you know the man juice right. and just and just get Snip snipped. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, save your baby uh, batter and go have your fun. <laughs> so he he's been paying this Mariah Mills lady a hundred seven thousand dollars a month. How much? Hundred and uh, hundred and seven thousand a month. Yes, and she and she's even been posting the um uh, the uh, the receipts from the wire transfers to, into her account. Wow, listen, is that is... what he's just paying for the OnlyFans account, or he's just sending her hundred grand? No, that's he's sending her hundred seven grand a month uh, just to kind of keep her hanging around. Uh, let me give me a rating of one through ten. What I uh, with what I'm about to say, if it's misogynistic or not. Okay, <laughs> I just uh-huh. want to know. Okay, uh, if I was a girl and I was hot, this is my job, dude. I mean, yeah. can you imagine I just doing this and getting a hundred grand a month? Like Wait, that's OnlyFans would be your job, or paying no. NBA stars to yeah, uh, trapping to men, trapping yeah. rich men into supporting me. I mean, it's honorable. Well, wow. listen, I have said before, if you're a hot woman and you want to use your body to make a living, I can't begrudge you because it's a it's a perk I don't have in this world. So I yes. right? I can understand whether you should be entrapping celebrities or just doing the OnlyFans <laughs> or something. I don't know. I guess that's up to individual hot chicks to figure out. But uh, yeah, I would think, um, you know. I would think somebody's hiring a hitman eventually, depending on how often you well, do this. So probably. Yeah. He's going to pull a Ray Carruth is what, you, what you're going to say. Right. Yeah. Well, so is this affecting his uh, happy home life or do we know what's going on there? Yeah. The only thing we've heard from Akima is her attacking. Who's the, Akima, uh, dude? The wife? Or the, the girlfriend. Was, the girlfriend. Oh, the girlfriend. His girlfriend. His okay. actual girlfriend. Okay. So we have Akima, the girlfriend, Mariah, the side piece. And uh, so that's that's kind of what we got going on there. Well, well, I'd like to feel bad for the guy, but I don't. So No, no, no. And here's, here's the funny part. Here's another funny thing. Mariah Mills said, you know, I watch a lot of reality TV. This is a shocker. Uh, and I watched Basketball Wives. I never thought I'd end up in a situation like that. Oh, it's like, yeah. you know, you're not a wife. You're you're a side piece. You're a road beef. You're a piece of meat. Road beef that he has at home. You road know? beef, dude. What has this program devolved to? Road beef? I'm using NBA vernacular. I'm using. <laughs> okay. Jeez. We're keeping all it right. classy. All good. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah. Good luck to them all. There we go. Shut your mouth and open your ears. Get your disgusting body ready for need to know news. This is news you need to know. Your body is so gross, aka disgusting. This is need to know news. News you need to know. Who's up? Me. You are. Okay. Uh, we talked about aliens uh, on last week's episode and a few times prior to that. Uh, last week I was sharing an article about some. Uh, you know, lifelong government official who's been working on this task force about unidentified aerial phenomenon, and he's trying to get whistleblower protection status and trying to tell us all that we do have alien crafts, we do even have alien bodies, and, you know, it, aliens, aliens, aliens in the news. And my point They're last here, week, ladies and gents. Yes, no one seems to notice or care, but we were talking about the, uh, the random farmers and all that that, uh, you know, see aliens and... We got another story this week. And again, this is from a real news site. I'm not just reading the tabloids. In the <laughs> but are you sure? Well, I mean, it's it's on a real news site. So uh, Las Vegas uh, family claims something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call 911 about, quote, non-human beings. 
Uh, the thing is, this time, a whole bunch of people saw it. On April 30th, around midnight, a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body camera video recorded uh, something uh, streaking across the, uh, the Vegas sky. Uh, several people across eastern California, Nevada, and Utah reported seeing the same flash. There's pictures of it out there. Uh, sources tell this uh, local news station and investigators uh, that it's likely something crashed into the yard, but exactly what remained unclear. More than a month later, drone video showed a circular imprint in the dirt. About 40 minutes after the impact, a man called 911 saying he and his family saw something fall from the sky and that there were two moving things in their backyard. I'm going to do a reenactment. Things, and this was this was immediately after it crashed. Forty minutes after, yes. Okay. Uh, quick nine one one reenactment here. Caller, uh, there's like an eight <laughs> foot person beside it, and another one. I'm doing a hick voice for some reason. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, all right, dude. There's like an eight foot person beside it, and another one inside. Uh, it has big eyes, and it's looking at us. It's still there, dude. This guy's on crack. This is not true. Dispatcher, okay, where is it on your property? It's in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually, uh, we're terrified. Uh, so there's two people there, uh, two subjects in your backyard. Correct, and they're very large, like eight, nine, maybe ten foot tall. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They got big eyes. Like, I can't explain it. Like, they got a big what? mouth. Shiny eyes, and they're they're not human. They're 100% not human. This is uh, not, I, I don't know that I believe this, dude. Yeah. There's an actual police report on the whole thing. No, I know, <laughs> but have we got to the fact, is he crazy? Is he on crack yet? I don't know. I don't know what the resolve on this is. Uh, everyone's just talking about the uh, the police report and the fact that uh, multiple uh, people saw it. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's obviously worth investigating. You have all these internet sleuths that are out there doing podcasts about murders that happen in their hometown. It's the it's the biggest thing in the world. Why is nobody over there inspecting this man's yard? Well, so Metro Police did go over, Vegas cops. Uh, they say an investigation has turned up no concrete answers as of now. While initially open for several days, the department has since closed the case. The family said officials returned to the home over several days to investigate. And here's a quote from one of the officers. Hey, if those nine-foot things come back, don't call us, okay? As, he Wait, uh, as a joke, <laughs> something's rotten in Denmark here, dude. I don't know. Yeah. A spokesperson for the Pentagon did not immediately respond to questions. Calling 911 is uh, for a hoax is a uh, classy felony in Nevada. But these people claim... This is what they saw. Multiple witnesses claim to have seen something crash in the backyard. So what did crash is the obvious alternate. So it's not aliens. What the hell caused the crater in this guy's backyard? Dude, listen, if this guy saw what you just described, if any one, if any of the three of us saw what this guy just described, yeah, we would be in a mental institution right now. Say, we'd assume you're crazy. Yeah, but I mean, also for our own well-being, like you don't think this would shake everything you thought you knew about your life that's what these people are claiming yeah oh. but again all right so let's say the guy's crazy but what were the streaks of light that all sorts of people saw there's video of it drone I mean, there's dude. a crater in this guy's backyard an asteroid i mean i mean who knows elon musk is out flying stuff all the time who knows what it but was. why is can't it? we explain if it is a satellite or something like there's got to be evidence there's got to be an easy explanation I don't know. I think people are messing around. There's a crazy <laughs> guy, dude. Who knows? I, I just don't buy it yet. I'm not going to buy this until I see it. And that's not an invite to anyone, but like, 
I I got to see it with my own eyes. And this is why it's not news, because everyone's like that. And I'm not saying I believe this guy. I'm just saying this is another news story that has some credibility as far as multiple people saw something falling from the sky. There is a crater in the guy's backyard. But, yeah, unless we all see it for ourselves, no one is ever going to believe it. So Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I wonder, have you talked to your kids about this? Oh, yeah. This is a common dinner table conversation. All right. So a younger generation, are they, do they think about it any differently than we do? Uh, more skeptically. More skeptically? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for huh. sure. Neo's slightly open-minded, but my 13-year-old son, Crosby's just like, you're insane. Stop talking to me about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well, yeah, you're I got to wait and see. You hang out in Vegas. <laughs> I, I do. I do. And you know what? Uh, I think I've been around some folks in vegas that would tell you that they saw aliens in their backyard and i would tell you then that they probably were found a few hours later on fremont street rolling around screaming and yelling (laughs) right in their own feces and uh, next to a bag of mushrooms right Uh, well you know i mean you gotta you gotta do it do it right you know for sure so who knows but uh, i mean i just you know i want i don't want to discount this guy i don't want to just say he's crazy or on drugs or something like that I guess so that's what you're saying. You can whisper. No, but I guess, but I guess, I, guess, I don't <laughs> okay. want to do that. It's just the easy gut reaction because it's never, it's never somebody who's really articulate. Right. Some comics know? got a bit out there, and I, I, I wish I could remember who it was, but it's about exactly that. Like whenever we hear these testimonials uh, of people who have seen aliens, it's always country Marge. You know, I swear it was out there. You know, well, some I did the dumb voice, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It's ingrained well, in our society. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I do, I do say though that, and this is not to, this is actually backing up what Harness is saying about there possibly being aliens out there. If you think about it, a lot of these sightings tend to happen in places places where there's like red rock formations and that that sort of thing like the mm-hmm. southwest and that sort of thing and yeah. why because they looks a lot like mars I, i've been saying that for, for years why would you that's like me flying to uh london and wanting to go somewhere that felt more like seattle immediately like why would you want to be you know, i mean <laughs> they're they're coming london. driving all the way here why do they want to hang out somewhere that looks like home that's but it's, it's not that they want to. It's just that they would happen to be driving by and like, oh, look at that. Doesn't that, doesn't <laughs> that just look driving, like a thing, dude? <laughs> These uh, aliens are driving cars? Well, no, they're driving their ships. They're flying their ships. You know? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Come on. Uh, yeah, they never uh, are found in New York City. You're right. So uh, Yeah. Well, they never found a place to park. That, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you think this is a surprise to them. We have telescopes that can see other planets. We know what they look like. You you think this is all, oh, wow, would you look at that? <laughs> like, you knew we had places. It's like when I go to London, I eat at McDonald's. Donald's. I want something familiar. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that's so, what the aliens do too. Well, I'm just I'm just saying it just it seems like they, they go to places like that a lot. Whenever <laughs> we they already find stereotype them. aliens and we've never even met them yet, dude. This is America. I can tell you what aliens look like. They look like human beings. We're the aliens people. Oh boy, here we go again. This is need to know news. News <laughs> you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. We Stand need- by for news. We need those glasses like Ro- like Rowdy Piper had and they live. Exactly. That's bringing it back, people. Another WWF reference. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Hey, dude, before I get to my news story, this if this goes any longer than it should, then we'll just make this my news story. Can you guys okay. analyze a dream for me? I mean, not in a professional capacity, but like a <laughs> job, sure. <laughs> I mean, you seem to know a lot about aliens. You are not hip on... 
things happening in the dream world? Yeah, it's about sex. That's the answer. But go ahead. Yeah, we're all, that's what all about. you in a second, dude. Just <laughs> I have this recurring dream that I've been probably having, I don't know, for the last three years now. And each and every time I have it, it terrifies me to the point I usually just get up because I don't. I'm too shaken to go back to sleep. One of those dreams where at some point you realize this is a dream. I need to wake up, get out of this. Yes. Yeah, okay. Nick, Nick uh, is, is this is this one of those dreams you keep telling me about where I'm wearing like women's lingerie or something? Uh, well, no, this doesn't have anything to do with that, but we can talk about that more later. <laughs> uh, this is m- me sleeping, and this is my dream. I'm okay. sleeping. Rachel's next to me sleeping, just like any normal night. Your dream is you sleeping. Yes. Okay. Oh. And someone has broken into the house, and I know that they're in the house. Rachel's still asleep. Every dream, this is what it is. And sometimes the scenarios of weaponry they come in with are different, but they're always looking for me and want to murder us. Okay. Yeah. And it's always me choosing whether or not to get up because, oh, I think I can flank them or somehow I think I can, you know, protect Rachel and save my life. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but I never fought, I've never fought him before. Like I get up to go do it and I wake up every single time. Okay. This is what happens when you occasionally watch Fox news. You start to become paranoid. <laughs> Everyone's out to get you. Do you really? I mean, that's, you know what? That's, I don't think it's Fox news, but I think I'm paranoid about certain things. I think that's what's happened to me. Well, listen, Michael Moore's theory as to why we have so much gun violence in this country is that we over-sensationalize our news cycles and everyone's afraid that someone's going to break in their house at any given second, and that's why we all need to have guns. And I think there's a good credibility to that theory, by the way. Our news is different than every other country's news. It bleeds, it leads in America. Oh, yeah. News are like that. So, I mean, uh, that would be my first thought, is that that level of, you know, uh, a fear and paranoia that someone's coming to, you know, break in your house may have uh, seeped into your subconscious and i agree uh, beyond I think that's that it's it definitely about sex i mean that would just be my <laughs> <laughs> listen dude there are things happening in our country that i don't blame you if uh you're having these uh same thoughts same dreams same paranoia uh with people out in our community uh by the way happy pride month like representative uh marjorie taylor green uh went off on a rainbow flag rant and it gets flipped back on her which is just classic so yeah uh, she said something about no one should be flying any flag unless it's the american flag or your state flag right yeah you want to hear her yeah, sure. You're told you can't say things like this, and I'm going to say it. I just drove up to here at the Gaylord, and I saw three flags. <laughs> and one of the flags, which was just as big as the other ones, our United States flag, the Texas flag, was the rainbow flag. The rainbow flag, as we all know, represents what we're going Pride Month right now. Now, I'm going to tell you, and I'm standing in this in the, in the gay lord, and they might kick me out and never want me to come back. Hopefully. Shame on them. Shame on them. Shame on them for hanging that flag out there. All right, dude. So she wants uh, that to stop. Uh, when she was just telling people, shame on them, shame on them, did it remind you of anything? In case anybody doesn't know, God calls it an abomination. It's an abomination. It's an abomination. I mean, these are the lunatics of our lives. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene says this, and people don't seem to want to let it slide because they're like, oh, uh, 
What's yeah, hypocrite much? Uh, she said, stop flying them, and people are like, oh, uh, what about like a uh, January sixth? Stop waving the Trump flags around, you hypocrite! Right, we got Trump flags, don't try to me flags, Confederate flags, Blue Lives Matter flags, like f you with your the Nazi flags. flags. Right. Yes, Nazi flags. Exactly. There, I mean, every, you got all kinds of flags. You got flags with Trump on them, uh, riding a velociraptor with like, right. you know, machine guns in his hand. Like The like, right is constantly disrespecting flags, and particularly the American flag. Idiots like Kid Rock wearing them. The Blue Lives Matter flag. It drives me nuts that they took the American flag, changed the colors to co-op to their little pet peeve cause thing. Like, it's American. It's, such hypocrisy come up with your own damn flag like the pride people did and it's obviously fine to wave any flag you want i got a ktm flag in my garage am i un-american for that yeah i mean come on uh pride flag to me makes so much more sense than your worship of man you know uh this is celebrating a oh i take some time to figure out what the flag means before you denigrate it people said uh flag shouldn't be flown because of a so-called sexual identity screw you marjorie taylor green you are a big red flag (laughs) she is i mean yeah she's absolutely nuts but yeah people are talking about all the other flags and just everything steve just said wearing flags like very convenient you hypocrite Mm -hmm. this is why we're paranoid people that are afraid when they see this rainbow flag uh i uh, met with a show friend for dinner this week uh and she is a friend of all of ours but part of the lgbtq plus community you know so we're talking about pride month while we're having drinks at dinner and uh you would be well i think you would anyway i think you'd be amazed at the abuse that she receives just like going out and about like uh, people saying certain things or like she had a uh, pride bracelet on people commenting on that you know like people just aren't afraid to say anything to anyone anymore and have you're in a very hateful you're in a blue state too i mean yeah she had uh gosh i i hope i'm getting this right but like uh you know she did a lot for volunteering with the black lives matter movement and uh she had well and or chose i should say but i feel like she had to she was forced into resigning from going out and doing some of these things because uh it was getting violent every time and she started to be afraid these are the people that make me conscious in my dreams about people running into my home with weaponry yeah I think there's probably a good connection there. I mean, all of us absorb the news as part of our, you know, not only our profession, what we're doing here, but we're all news junkies and we're all progressive, open-minded liberals that have a lot of empathy for others. And so, yeah, this stuff definitely seeps in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Need to know news. News you need to know. This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Nuff said. Yeah. Well, now, continuing that on uh, what Nick was just speaking about, about gun violence, we've all had problems with uh, a roommate that stepped out of line, mm, that, that just yes. went too far. You're whether right at, when you say that, dude. Uh, whether it's smoking in the house and not cleaning up after themselves. How about having sex but, in your bed? Not your bed, like they, your roommate decided to have sex in your bed, you know what I mean? What? Uh, how old uh, are you? 
Uh, the, the first woman I was ever with, a woman named Hillary, ironically, um, she had this thing about always having sex in our roommates. Like in my house, I lived with like eight people. In her house, she lived with like three people. She always wanted to have sex in their beds. Which I always <laughs> thought it was just the turn on. I guess, but I was young and horny, so I don't care. Which I don't care. Pick a bed. Fine. Let's do it. <laughs> you know? But yes, found it to be a little disrespectful. That's hysterical. Oh my gosh, that is funny. Did not did, did you ever tell the, your your roommate like even when you, like when you were moving out or something? Hey, no. hey, by the way, no, no, never did. I had a roommate that spent way too long in the bathroom, and one day I lived in a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment with this guy, and he was just squatting in the bathroom. I don't know what he was doing. I had to take a dump in the kitchen sink. No, no. you didn't have to, dude. Oh, I had to. <laughs> Shows like, to come oh, on. No, 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 no. This was one of those, like, I got to go. Like, there's no holding it back. Why wouldn't you go in a garbage can, dude? Why did you hop up on the kitchen sink like a goblin and shit a uh, poop in the uh, uh, sink? That's there's, there's, there's running water. I mean, uh, that's yeah. a, I mean, goes kitchen down a drain. Bathroom. It kitchen. goes down a drain with running water. That's as close to a toilet as I had as an option. Kitchen sink? kitchen sink i mean there's no other sink in the apartment what what, what you want me to do (laughs) poop your pants i mean i would not jump up on my counter and poop in the sink well you know (laughs) i I can't tell you i put tons of forethought into this it was an emergency situation (laughs) that's a yoga move dude you should be doing hardcore yoga i appreciate that i was in downtown ann arbor i couldn't run outside or anything and yeah i figured running water access to a pipe like that seems close enough to me I don't mean to judge. It's, Maybe don't it's hang out in the shower it's all day. gross wherever you do it. Dude. <laughs> Did you finally talk to him and ask him, hey, you got to get out of there, dude? Oh, yeah. We had a whole roommate argument about what the hell? Why are you in there so long? Like, We're dudes. Get in. Get out. Wow. I digress, Brewski. Go ahead. That's okay. Well, Cl- Clifton Williams did not poop on a sink. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Thank he, God. He got angry and ended up shooting his roommate in the oh. ass, as he said it. Because they had a fight that that the roommate ate their last hot pocket. Ooh, well, hot pocket. It, now it was I, a big faux pas to be eating my food. So yeah, don't eat the last hot pocket. Yeah, you get a cap in the ass. Yeah, exactly. Very gangster. So he said, as the roommate was leaving, Mister Williams went inside the residence and got a gun. <laughs> what? And he said he shot the roommate in the ass as he was trying to leave. Wow. Wow. I mean, what is wrong with people? <laughs> this is in Louisville, Kentucky, by the way. I was going to um, say, what red state was this in? <laughs> so, well, you know, you got to You know what, dude? This is Jerry Springer died recently. Everyone we're talking about is, should be, you know, the people from his program, you know, 90s version of Jerry Springer. Yeah. Uh, he stopped doing his show and now they're just all in politics. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got to bring a Jerry Springer show back. That's what happens when they go free range. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Did, didn't they try to do that for a while when they had and they had Steve Wilkos, uh, who was the, the the security guy from Jerry Springer uh, hosting the show? And it went as well as you would think it did. Steve Wilkos has one tenth the charisma and charm of <laughs> Gerald Springer, dude. Uh, and he is terrible. He was terrible. I don't yeah. remember that little stint. So, oh yeah, it. It, it was very, it was very short lived. Very short lived. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, good luck so, on the hot pocket thing. I guess. Yeah. Don't don't eat, don't eat Eleven. Don't eat Clifton James' last hot pocket, lest you get shot in the ass. Yeah, it's stand your ground. I get it. So. Well, yeah, yeah. So you know the last thing that happened to that dude is he burned the roof of his mouth and he got shot in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
All right, we got time for one more if somebody's got something. All right. Uh, you, do you have something over there, Steve? Yeah. Uh, so. Yep. Need to now news. News you need to now. All right. Uh, tricks on how to sound intelligent, I guess, is the topic oh. here. Uh, making small talk with someone you've just met can be terrifying. It's true. I hate it. Uh, common sense tells us we need to convince the other person that uh, that we're smart. So we casually drop our job title, education, accomplishments, etc. Uh, it turns out that's the wrong approach. And it's a little douchey. I don't do it, dude. My, my, my resume is not nearly impressive enough to have that work for me. Right. Uh, I have a I have a year or two of college. <laughs> I'm a high school graduate with a year or two of community college. Well, so this uh, this expert was working on a book and interviewing a bunch of people, and she came to a realization: the uh, the the way to sound intelligent uh, is simple. You ask other people for advice. Oh, make them uh, feel smart. Uh, right. And they feel that if you're asking them for advice, A, you think they're smart, but then they'll think you're smart for seeing that they're smart, so they'll think you're smart. <laughs> so there you go. And Nick, uh, I think that makes you Doogie Hauser level intelligent, because I'm constantly uh, <laughs> looking for advice from Nick. <laughs> well, yeah. That's Does that make me look intelligent, us. though, every time I'm complaining about my life to you? Oh, uh, you know what, dude? I... I I do not I like to be that uh people think that I'm the dumbest guy in the room. I really mm-hmm. do like that. Especially if I'm in a big group of people. Like please think I'm the dumbest guy in the room. Why because do you I will Huh? To lower the bar? No, I will just uh I love the moment you realize I'm not a moron. Oh, you're like to show them up. Conversation, you know, uh, you may be in a moment of uh, talking down to me or maybe even belittling belittling me. Uh, And uh, yeah, I love that moment of surprise. Oh, I'm dealing with a guy from Mensa here. Do you set him up? Do you say a bunch of dumb things? Do you wear a Trump hat or something? Oh, I play into (laughs) it for sure. Hey, dude, I'm used to being at dinners with a ton of lawyers who uh, inherently think they're brilliant people, right? For the most part. As my wife always points points out like anyone can go to law school dude I mean, <laughs> anyone can do you know some may be better at it than others but anyone can go to law school she's seen that many times Hell, in her kim kardashian did that's right yeah anyone can go but can anyone graduate that's the question i think most people can graduate Mm, interesting. I used to ask my dad about uh, affirmative action when it comes to a medical school, because uh, one of our radio buddies, Tom Likas, always used to rant about, you know, uh, when I'm picking my uh, insurance, I, I look for the American names. Like, I don't pick the Indian names because they got in on affirmative action. I don't want somebody, some doctor that got in on affirmative action. My dad always said, listen, someone may be able to get into medical school on affirmative action, but they can't get out of it on affirmative right. action. Right. Yes. Well, dude, uh, that's funny you say that. I should quote Rachel better about that. Anyone could go to law school if you are capable of memorizing things. If you have a, a, you can remember what you read to the T. If you have a photographic memory, you could be a lawyer. Mm. Well, so there you go. Uh, Brewski, you might want to try this out in the Uber. Maybe start asking people random questions. See if they they perk up with you and feel like, hey, this is a smart driver. He needs a bigger tip. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get, I, I get, I get, I get, I get too many people that they all, they all stop wanting to ask me the same thing all the time. Oh, is it busy tonight? Uh, how long have you been driving for Uber? You know. Yeah, you but, uh, get just submerged in small talk in your job. Sometimes it's actually a, a pretty interesting uh, conversations, but 
I'm sure. Like, uh, I had a ride the other night that had a I had a guy who actually works for Jose Andres from World Central Kitchen, you know, who feeds yeah. people all over the world. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. was going back to Ukraine because Jose Andres is is cooking millions of meals on a daily basis for people in Ukraine. And this gentleman is one of the cooks that does it and goes out in a food truck in the war zone to deliver food. It's incredible, dude. I, you know, I understand what you're saying. Uh, my father, who was a barber, uh, said the people that would come into his shop, dude, the conversations he would have, obviously there was some small talk, but the things he learned, the people he met by having a a barbershop in Omaha, Nebraska, that people would come and sit down out at the bottom of a nice hotel. were are incredible, dude. To some, they yeah. may be. No, so. I can see that for sure. You know, Just, hey, Brewski, do you remember the show? What was the show, Steve? We had Taxi Cab uh, Truth Confessions. Do you remember yes. Taxi Cab Confessions? I yeah. do. Why don't uh, you revive that concept and uh, have some Uber well, so, confessions? But, and I, because Massachusetts is what they would call a two-party state. They can cancel the ride if they don't want to get in my car uh-huh. with the camera going and that sort of thing. So I'm just too much like, red tape, Bruski. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, just start asking people for financial planning advice or what's the square root of an oh, triangle. They'll think you're really smart for asking them. So well, I'll tell you what. I can't even say how many crypto bros I picked up in the car. Yeah. And, and and they're not even just pitching me. Sometimes they're, they're pitching their friends in the car. And I'm just like sitting there like, I can't, this is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. Freaking crypto bros. Well, as long as they're not puking, you're winning, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, indeed. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, uh, that's going to do it. Another fine edition of the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. All of Brewski. It brings another program to an ending. Indeed it does. Find us online, thevocalminority.net. Check out the socials, and uh, thanks for listening. Help spread the good word. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, Brewski. Goodbye, Brewski. Test one, two. Test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds. Steve Harness. And cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Out of sight.